0: Hey guys, been on a bit of a hiatus, but I'm back, Robert Bintulin, to talk some hoops with you guys. I want to talk about the massive trade that just happened today uh, between the Mavericks and the Nets. Um, Kyrie Irving going to the Dallas Mavericks, a Woj bomb uh, around five o'clock Eastern Time. Um, We have the details here. That is Spencer Dinwiddie going full circle back to the Nets, which is kind of ironic, along with Dorian Finney-Smith. And a first round pick from the Mavericks. And in return, they get a disgruntled Kyrie Irving who is set to be afraid you know, at the end of the year. Um, wow. Quite uh quite a trade. Um, honestly a franchise ch- changing trade. Um, let's start with uh, the Mavericks side first. Look, you obviously do this trade for one reason, one reason only. That's because of Luka Doncic. You want to capitalize on what he has right now. Um, he can single handedly win you a championship. He's that special of a player. I mean, he's averaging 33 points a game, eight rebounds a game, eight assists a game, and he's virtually doing something every night. He's had a couple 50 burgers already. Um, from the Mavericks standpoint, I understand why you do this. You need a co-star to make Luca happy. You got to go all in. You got to do whatever it takes to uh, to capitalize on Luca because he could realistically leave in a couple of years. We can have that legitimate conversation. But uh, they are at least showing they're serious about it. Mark Cuban um, is showing that he's serious about winning and Kyrie's a type of player when he's, when he's, when he's on and he's, and he's in the right mindset, he can win you a chip. He's proved it before. When he played a LeBron, he made that big shot against the Warriors a couple of years ago to win a chip. Um, the look, the talent is off the charts of Kyrie's and I'll start starting guard. I mean, we all know how good he is. The real question is, will he be showing up to the games? Will he be focused? Will he show up? I mean, Honestly, that's really been the motto of this guy the last couple of years. Last year was a COVID shot, um, you know, and then he then he ultimately decided to play the away games. And that's where originally we're like, nah, we're not going to let him play. Then we'll let him play away games and so on and so forth. Um, this season, you know, he had a couple of injuries uh, and he came back and finally was playing great basketball for two months. Was out of the noise. But yet again, here he is showing up. And just uh, you know, requested a trade out of nowhere, which was on Friday. Um, it shocked the NBA world. It shocked me. Um, I honestly did not think that was going to happen, considering how the Nets were playing. Um, and look, they got a really good roster. I mean, Nick Calaxson's an All Star center. Um, you got I know Ben Simmons is having a great year, but you also got Kevin Durant, arguably the best player in the league, who can make any shot. I mean, him and Kyrie, when when focused and engaged, could win you a championship. So from that reason, I don't know why he asked out. But um, from the Mavericks standpoint, look, they're all in now. Um, They did give up a lot of depth. I know Dorian Finney-Smith is not the sexiest player in the NBA, but he's a really good NBA player. Um, Every team in the league will love a Dorian Finney-Smith. Plays great defense, can hit the three. Um, He's an important piece for that team. They just gave him an extension last year, so obviously the Mavericks thought very highly of him. And then, um, you know, last year – we saw the Davis, Dallas Mavericks trade for uh, Dorian or not Dorian Finney-Smith. Um, sorry, I can't think of his, uh, his name. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie from the Wizards, and they gave up Christos Porzingis. They just, you know, gave up on him and took Dinwiddie. And Dinwiddie's been playing very well for the Dallas Mavericks, man, especially when Luke has been hurt. He's been taking over. Uh, he's been doing very well. But uh, look, when you, when you can get a guy like Kyrie, I don't blame the Dallas Mavericks uh, for doing it now. Here's my concern with the trade for Kyrie Irving uh and why the Dallas. So look, you're obviously trying to make Luca happy. The risk you take is there is a legitimate chance that Kyrie Irving will not resign. He's already said that he may not resign. You don't know. Um, that's a lot to give up for uh for someone who might play for half a year and 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 walk. It's no secret that he wants to be in LA. Um, we just saw reports that Joe Sai, the owner of the team, did everything in his power not to send Kyrie to the Los Angeles Lakers. And I, and I get it. Look, he screwed over that team. So why not screw over him? I get it. A uh, little bit of gamesmanship there when it comes to that part, but uh, look, they did give up a lot. Um, I think at least Dinwiddie's a really good player. Finney Smith's a good player. And first round pick, if you hit on that, you got a guy for five years. So that is a lot to give up. Um, the real thing is, look, if Luca, if they don't want to chip this year and Kyrie walks, now you have a lot less assets to work with to get him another co-star. Look, the, the benefit is you get a lot of cap space, but uh, it's the same thing like ever for the last 10 years, the, the Mavericks, who is a big free agent signing that they've signed. They, they, they can't land anybody. Um, It's a no state tax. They got one of the best owners in the NBA, but year after year, we see they don't land anybody. Uh, I don't understand why, but that's, that's just been the case for a while. So um, let's get to the basketball part of this real quick. Look, Luca and Kyrie are obviously um, are probably now the best you know backcourt in the NBA. Um, is arguably one of the best, if not the best player in the NBA. I think that's a little bit of a stretch, but he's having an MVP type season. He's top three for sure. Okay, looking past Kyrie and Luca, um, we have a starting lineup of, in my opinion, it's going to be Tim Hardaway Jr., Dwight Powell, and Christian Wood. Christian Wood's been playing solid. He's been getting a minute again with Jason Kidd. But outside of that, their death really scares me. Um, I do think this team has to make a couple other moves, small ones, not really big, but small ones to get some death in there um, because their death does scare me a lot. Uh, I know they have Maxi Kleebler. I know they got uh, a couple other guys, but nothing that, you know, make, opens your eyes and say, man, uh, their starting lineup is really good, but uh, if there's one injury, they're screwed. Um, they got to get some death because otherwise the starting line is going to play a lot more minutes than they're accustomed to. Uh, I know Luke has been playing, I think he's been leading the league in minutes played. So, um, he's used to it, but you know, Dwight Powell is going to get a lot more minutes. Christian Wood's going to get a lot more minutes. Tim Hardaway's going to get a lot more minutes. who has been coming off an injury. That's a lot to ask, Uh, for 30, 35 minutes a night for these guys and what they're used to playing. So. That's a big ask. They do have to make another move or two, in my opinion, to you know at least balance out that roster. But um, basketball-wise, I get it. Really good move for the Mavericks. It's just a huge risk, considering if you don't know if Kyrie's going to resign. Now, if he does resign, great trade for them. Um, I thought it was pretty fair overall. But we'll see. It's always a risk with Kyrie. You never know what you're going to get from him. Uh, the basketball um, standpoint, he's an elite talent, but it's the things off the court that really drive you crazy and what ultimately led to the nets is saying screw it, we're going to trade him uh, a day later after his trade request. So that's my two cents on the Dallas Mavericks trade. Let's get to the nets side. Um honestly, I'm I think the nets did very well here. As I said earlier, Spencer Dinwiddie's been having a low-key all-star year. Dorian Finney-Smith, I think there's I don't think there's a team in the league that wouldn't take him. He's the ultimate team player. He's great, plays great defense, can shoot to three as I said. Um he's really really good for that team. You got a bunch of dudes now, and you also got Kevin Durant, who's arguably still the best player in the league and can make any shot when he's healthy. Um, Nick Claxton has been playing at an all-star level. He's he's really good for them. I think the question really is, what are you going to get out of Ben Simmons? Um, he's pre- regressed a lot the last couple of years. He's obviously not what he used to be. Um, I still think he plays a fair. But uh, look, you still got snipers like um, you know Seth Curry and Joe Harris, uh, T.J. Warren at times. Um I mean this this roster can make some noise. I like it considering what they get half a year of Kyrie, they get they get two quality players and a first round pick. I think the the Nets did well here. We'll see what happens with um uh what happens overall in the seating. They might drop to like two spots five or six, but I don't see them dropping any lower than that. I still think they can make a run. Uh Kevin Durant's that good of a player and Spencer Dinwiddie is a nice uh you know, is a nice consolation prize considering you almost got nothing for Kyrie, who's gonna walk anyways. Um, so I really like that move from the Nets. Uh it sucks that you lose Kyrie, but look, I think Katie's still gonna be engaged. I do not think they're gonna trade him at all this season. I don't care what the noise are. He's still under contract for three more years. There's reports that the Phoenix Suns will be engaged. Well, guess what? So we'll have the league. So I'm not really too concerned about that part right now. Um, I thought the Nets did overall pretty good. Let's get to the rest of the NBA. Look, we have the NBA trade deadline Thursday. Um, I want to start with my Miami Heat for a second. I think it is very important that they get off this Kyle Lowry contract. Um, I threw out a trade on Twitter, which I thought might be very, very helpful for the Heat in case you guys didn't get to see it. Um, But it's basically with the Utah Jazz. So the Heat... Acquire Mike Conley, Kelly Olenek, and Jared Vanderbilt. In return, they give up the Kyle Lowry contract, which they finally get to get off. Dwayne Dedman, who's a free agent at the end of the year, and Nikola Jovich, who's young and has a lot of talent. And they also give up a round two pick. reason I like this trade a lot is because you get a bunch of stretch picks who can play alongside Bam and shoot the three. Um, I think Olenek would be great here, as we saw earlier. Uh, it was kind of tough to see him walk uh, when he did jared vanderbilt i think he just needs a change of scenery uh he's been playing hard for them he's just a hard player he's kind of like dorian finney smith you want him on your team because he does all the right things uh he's all he goes about the game the right way And mike Conley, look you're basically swapping contracts a little bit less money and uh i think a fresh start for both players would be good um and he's been playing pretty solid this year he's averaging 11 points you know six assists and a couple rebounds a game um, I think that would really help the Heat. Maybe they'll get one more player down the road. But I don't see them making like a significant move where they, they add like a borderline star, or superstar. That's not going to happen. But I do think there's moves out there to be made where they can at least make a legitimate run to the Eastern Conference Finals um, and maybe even win the Eastern Conference Finals. We'll see. But you want to see them make some moves. They cannot stand Pat. Um, Pat Riley has to do something. They can't, you know, you're, it's... Um, I don't know, man. It's it's gonna be tough, but we'll see. As far as the rest of the NBA trade line, it's gonna be interesting to see for sure. I'm kind of curious to see where Bogdan Bogdanovich goes uh, from Detroit. He's been a hot name this this uh, trade deadline. I do believe he gets moved to to what team? We'll see. Um, there's a couple out there that I saw. I saw the Warriors might want to make a run at him. Um, I think a perfect fit for him. Would probably be the Milwaukee Bucks. I don't know if they have enough to get him. Uh to add shooting around Giannis. Um, look the, they're the second seed, I think they'd be great. I don't think Boston's gonna give up a lot of stuff to get him. Um, because they already did. They, they they have a good team, so I don't see them messing a lot. I could another name that is very interesting this trade deadline is Jacob Pottle from the Spurs. I like him a lot. Um, I think he plays good defense, gives you a couple points a game, uh, plays hard. Um, one team that could really use them, in my opinion, is Golden State. Uh, they need more size. Like the James Wiseman thing hasn't worked out. Um, we'll see what happens with him. Uh, another very interesting name, ironically, who I also have linked to the Warriors, is Alex Caruso. Um, I've seen a lot of reports out there that we might see a James Wiseman for Alex Caruso trade. And if they get that offer, they should take it in a second. Um, I think that's really, really good for... The Chicago Bulls, um, we'll see what happens. But my main thing with the, you know, the trade deadline is, look, some of the free agents this year are going to be good. I think Chris Middleton is a free agent coming up. Uh, you got you got a lot of free agents coming up. Jordan Clarkson is, too. Um, I don't think you want to give up as many assets if you're, you know, a middle contending team to go all in to what make the second round. I don't think that's feasible. But um, look, you never know. But uh, the trade deadline is definitely be fun for sure. We're gonna do a pod right after it with a couple guys, and talk about all the moves. But I quickly just wanted to go in and talk about the Luka Doncic trade. It's obviously a massive, massive trade for the for the Mavericks. I legitimately think they can get out of the West with this move. They just have to get more depth, in my opinion. But uh, there, is, like I said, there are risks. Um, you get Kyrie, who's probably the one of the worst teammates in NBA history. He's everywhere he's gone. He's lied. He said he was gonna stay in Boston. He left. He said he'd never leave number seven and Kevin Durant. Guess what? He's gone. He's, he, he, he left Cleveland in a a really bad way. Um, basketball wise and talent wise, he's about as good as it gets, but it's hard to trust this guy and the Mavericks are taking a huge risk because if they don't resign him, look, they have a lot of cash space, but some of their really important assets are gone. Spencer Dinwiddie has value in this league. Dorian Finnis-Smith has value in this league. Um, a first-round pick. I don't care what you say. I don't care where it's ranked. It's still a first-round pick. You hit on it, you get a really good player for five years under a rookie contract. So that's a lot to give up for a guy for half a year who may or may not resign. That's my thing. And as far as the Nets, like I said earlier, I thought it was a great trade for them, considering they were going to lose Kyrie anyways in the offseason to get a, a quality starting point guard and Spencer Dinwiddie, who they actually had a couple years ago. Now he's back. Is kind of ironic, like I said before. You get Dorian Finney-Smith to Pat to pair up with Royce O'Neal and all those veterans. That's a good move and a first-round pick for the future. Plus, you still have Kevin Durant, who you may look to move in the offseason. We'll see. And you can get even more assets. I don't think they did bad here. Um, overall, uh, that's definitely a great way to start up the trade uh, deadline week. Uh, trade deadline is Thursday, I believe, at 5 uh, is when it ends. Uh, you're definitely going to see a lot of moves uh teams i like to see make moves for sure would be the miami heat of course um I, i'm curious to see if they can get off the lowry contract um kind of i'm let's talk about O.J. and ubi for a second obviously he's getting a lot of buzz and the raptors in general i do not think they're going to trade pascal siakam however i do think fred van vliet will be gone i do think ojn and ubi will be gone um those are the two guys i think will be gone i think gary Trent is ultimately going to stay um, let's start with OG Ananubi first. Look, the, obviously, the hot rumor that everyone loves to see is three first-round picks for the Memphis Grizzlies. And you pair them up with John ja Morant, Desmond Bain, and Jaron Jackson Jr. Man, that would be quite the the foursome there, obviously, with the superstar and John Morant. Uh, we'll see if they actually do that or not. Uh, I do think three first-round picks for OG Ananubi is a lot. And part of that is because of the Rudy Gobeer trade that really screwed over the market. Obviously, you didn't see it was five first-round picks plus Walker Kessler, who's turned into quite the player. So it was really six first-round picks for Rudy Gobert, who's having an okay season. You know the Timberwolves are in the middle of the pack right now. Um, obviously the Jazz won that trade as we speak, but that trade has really killed the the trade market in general for what teams are asking in return. Um, let's go over OG Newby's stats for a second. You you guys can be the judge if he's worth a four first-round pick or not. Um, He's averaging 17 points a game, five and a half rebounds a game, and two assists per game. Um, He's kind of like a Dorian Finney-Smith, but a better version of it, in my opinion, who makes a lot more shots. Um, I don't think he's going to ever blow you away as a player, but I think he does a lot of things really well. I don't think he does one thing super, super great, but I think he does a lot of things well, which is why he's an attractive player. Like I said earlier, I think a lot of teams will love to have him, but the price I don't think justifies uh, what he is – um i do believe that one team is going to give up three first round picks which is a lot you're basically giving up a good amount of your future for a player who's under contract but i don't think he's i don't think he's a second guy on a really good team i think he's a borderline third on a really good team um and i don't don't think acquiring him is going to make you you know put you over the top i think it makes you a really good team but if you know if he goes to, to the Memphis Grizzlies, they'll definitely make some noise considering the West is a lot weaker than in what it's used to been. So we'll see what happens with OG and Anubi. Um, Fred Van Vleet is a very interesting name. He's not going to resign there. Um, I think uh, the Raptors want to do him right in Trampton team. He wants to go. He's having the worst shooting uh, year of his career, um, but he's still a really good player. He, has, he obviously won a championship. He has that experience. Uh look, the Lakers are gonna get somebody. It's just a matter of when. And I think Fred Fred Van Vliet will be their guy. Uh I think Russell West, this is a Russell Westbrook potential team to go to just for half a year. Maybe they'll buy him out. We'll see. Uh that is a lot of money. I believe it's 45 million that he still owed this year. So we're gonna see what happens with that. But I do think ultimately that uh, Fred Van Vliet will go to uh the Lakers, just a matter of if not when, um, or when not if I should say um yeah that's going to be interesting uh Gary Trent Jr as I said I think he's going to stay but he is a very you know he's kind of like a Jordan Clarkson he's a lethal shooter um someone that can help a lot of teams uh we'll see if if teams are willing to give up stuff to get him I think I think the Milwaukee Bucks need another shooter um to surround Giannis and and go all in um that will be interesting we'll see if Jordan Clarkson from Utah gets moved um, he he's a very interesting player in the trade deadline. It's, it's going to be an exciting time. I think this is going to be one of the better trade deadlines we've seen in a long time. I'm certainly excited about it. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, as far as other teams, I do think the Detroit Pistons uh, are trying to. I hate to to use the word tank, but uh, not try to win as many games. So I think that, uh, Bo Damba will be the one to go. And man, they have a quite a, a young nucleus there. You know, Jaden Ivans playing pretty good ball. Uh, Jalen Duran, their young center from Memphis, uh, has been playing really well. Um, You know, obviously, Kate Cunningham is on the sideline with an injury. But next year, that team's going to be really good, with obviously, with a top pick. And um with the talent of Wenbanyama, you're going to see a lot of teams start to make trades pretty soon. Um, Houston Rockets is pretty interesting with Sangoon and uh, Jabari Smith and Jalen Green. I'm curious to see where Eric Gordon's going to go. Uh, he could help a lot of teams. I think that's a perfect player for the Milwaukee Bucks. I know I've been saying them a lot, but I, you know, considering the price that they're going to ask for, I don't think they're going to ask for too much. And I think he he's an older player that can help them win now. So I think that's the route the Bucks are going to go. Um, but as far as other players, we'll see about Kyle Kuzma. The Wizards have said they want to keep him. Um, we'll see. He's a, he has, he's a free agent at the end of the year. I I highly doubt he's going to re-sign with the Washington Wizards. You never know. Yeah. Um, he, I think, is probably one of the biggest names on the trade market right now, that is realistically gettable. Uh, he could help a lot of teams because he's obviously a stretch guy. who can shoot the ball and and play defense a little bit and and just a well-rounded player. Um, we'll see what happens with him. Uh, he's having a career year this year. He's playing some really good ball. Um, I don't think the Heat are going to get him. Uh, I've been seeing some reports that they're interested, but I think it's going to take a lot to get him. So I don't think for that reason. Um. We'll see, man. Um, yeah, I I just don't see him getting traded, in my opinion. But uh, in terms of other guys, you know, we're just going to have to wait and see what the market holds. But uh, I just want to come in here real quick. I've been away for two weeks, but I'm back now to a couple of days a week. We're going to release a couple of pots. But uh, I want to talk about the big trade of Luca uh, with uh, Kyrie Irving going there to join him um like I said their death scares me they do need to make a couple small trades in my opinion maybe they go after now a pottle or maybe they go after uh, you know Jordan Clarkson you know give him some shooting death maybe they, they they go after some smaller names like Kelly O'Linick or uh you know uh, Malik Beasley players like that but they need to get a couple more guys to to solidify that roster because their death does scare me um but uh it was definitely an interesting way to start off the trade deadline that's for sure trade deadline is thursday i'm going to recap everything once it's over going to go over every single move some of the impact moves and hopefully the heat miami heat my team uh make a move or so but uh definitely curious to see what the east is going to do and what the west is do and i'm curious to see what the denver nuggets do right now they hold the number one seed. i do think they need to get another guard i don't know why they're so so not hesitant to, to trade Bones Highland, but they they seem to presume to do it. I think he's a very talented guard. Obviously, there's been uh, some reports that there's tension between the coaching staff. We'll see about if he actually gets moved. I I think it would be premature to move him, considering the talent he is and how many more years he's under contract. But obviously, they can get a good amount of value from him. He's, he's young, and he's a point guard, and he's shown flashes that he can be a really good player in this league. So. We'll see what happens. Trade deadline is Thursday. Just want to shoot, give up a quick pod real quick and uh, have a good night, guys. And after the trade deadline, I'll be here to talk about all the moves that happened and didn't happen, some, you know, quote-unquote uh, upsetting teams and, and and winners as well in the trade deadline. So can't wait for that. That's Thursday. Um, until then, have a good one, guys. And uh, thanks for listening. And uh, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, at Sports on the House. And uh, thanks for listening, guys. Have a good one.